The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level 2. This is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. The principal players, the hustlers, the people are busting over everybody else in between throwing it down. Australia had a double-digit lead. But the U.S. came on strong at the end of the first half. Tatum missed a three at the end of the half. Would have tied the basketball game. Australia up 45-42 at the break. We've got a game. Uh, Babano made a good point earlier. As far as the U.S. being a pretty strong second-half team. And we start. We saw they started to come on. They started to hit a couple of threes, actually. Booker hit a three. And uh, got a close game. Australia sort of let them off the hook a little bit. The in-game total right now is 177 and a half. Oh, it just fell to 176 and a half. And that's good because we got under 181 and a half. Or 180, uh, we got under 80, uh, 182 actually. I paid, I got it up to, uh, I paid 30 cents for it, but I got 182. So, uh, so it slowed down a little bit actually because it was, it was on pace to go over and it's sort of, it's right there though, guys. It's right there. Well, how do you think this is going to play out with Bano in the second half? You talked about it. You said U.S. are a good second-half team. Do you think they just overtake them right now and they even maybe cover the point spread? Or do you think Australia covers, USA wins? What do you think happens in a second? Yeah, I think USA wins, but Australia still covers the full game. Uh, the good time to bet, they were down to as low as minus 130 or so money line, you know, when yeah. they were down by 15. So, like, I would lean U.S. in the second half, but obviously you're not going to get the value now. You could have gotten just five minutes ago, but they have been a good second half team. I don't think they're just going to romp, though, against Australia like they did Spain, like they did, obviously, Czech Republic. Uh, that's not going to happen against a team as good as Australia. So I think the U.S. can win the game. But I think if you have full game Australia, I certainly hope so, at least, that they can still get inside the number for the full game. The United States are now minus 7.5, the point spread, as far as the game is concerned. A quick check as far as the props and the points. The box score, we're on Kevin Durant, over 24.5 points. He's got 15 in the first half. We're going to hit. Short of him getting hurt, he's going to go over that number. So Durant's got 15 in the first half. He's carrying the U.S. Durant's got 15. Lillard's got five. I got Lillard over 14 and a half. That's not looking too good. Drew Holiday's got five. Devin Booker's got seven. Bam Adebayo's got three. Australia, Joe Ingles scored a quick. I swear to God, Babano, Joe Ingles, that's what he does in uh, NBA games too, bro. You bet a Joe Ingles prop 
over 11 and a half a banner. He'll score nine points in the first quarter, and he won't score again. You'll lose your prop. <laughs> like, <so> <laughs> yeah, you got to keep uh, waiting for that one. Not yeah. home yet. No, I know. He started off hot. He has a shot since. Patty Mills is up to seven points. I would expect Mills to have a better second half uh, right now. So it should be a fun. Listen, it's fun stuff. Like, you know, if you're not even into the hardcore Olympic sports, now you got basketball, and this is a real entertaining game. Coming up later on, we got Luka Doncic, who's 17-0 in international play, laying three points against France, who haven't lost in the Olympics. Two undefeated teams going head-to-head. Slovenia laying three. Luka Doncic, his prop is 28-and-a-half. He's only gone over that once. He scored 48 in the first game, and he hasn't scored more than 25 in any other game. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morantz. It's level two. The countdown is on. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates joining our party on Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks. So the countdown is on. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys kick off preseason football. Less than 24 hours time. Ian Cameron will rejoin us and we'll get Babano's thoughts on Thursday night's NFL preseason opener with the Hall of Fame game. And then, of course, we have the CFL regular season kickoff tomorrow night as well. Sports books have been very resistant to post point spreads for the Canadian Football League. They will, and the game is on ESPN2 as well, so you'll be able to watch the game tomorrow night. But no one knows, man. This league hasn't played for two years, so there's a lot of apprehension, and I think they want to get it right. So we notice there's a line for the first game, but not the rest of the games. So we'll get into that. Woody and Cam will get you caught up to date with the updated Major League Baseball division odds because similar to a cryptocurrency and a stock market, uh, the Major League Baseball uh, futures board is a very fluid one. And on uh, last night's program, we put a couple of hundred bucks down on the Philadelphia. Last couple of nights, we took the Philadelphia Phillies to win the division, and then we took the Atlanta Braves to win the division as well, gunning coming at the New York Mets. And I'll tell you what, the Mets are all the way down to minus 120 right now to win the division. Uh, we got in on the Phillies at plus 390. They're now plus 240. The Braves are checking in at plus 270. So we'll talk a little baseball. We'll get into the football. And, of course, we'll get you uh, get you ready for the overnight Olympic action, including Pete Annapolis joining us a little bit later on in Level 3. We'll talk NBA free agency with Pete, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen, RDS television basketball analyst. And we'll get into Luka Doncic against France. Hell of a game. Winner goes to the gold medal. Luka Doncic is so incredible. He's got Slovenia, a country that nobody can pick off a map if you gave him $5 million. Slovenia in the final four right now against the world powers, right? Because of this guy. This guy is that damn good. He really is one of the greatest players of all time, and he's still a kid, all right? Like, this kid's a legend, but is he legendary and uh, iconic, and is he, is he epic enough to actually beat France right now? And I'll tell you what, they're laying three points. France haven't lost a game in the Olympics. You got Nicholas Batum, you got Evan Fournier, you got Rudy Gobert, Nando Nicola. France are going to be ready to ball. It's going to be a hell of a game. I don't think Luka Doncic goes over 28 and a half points. That's his prop. He's only gone over that once in the entire Olympics. The late night anger match will probably continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi, the pencil players, the hostels, the people of Boston, but everybody else in between, including the degenerates. Kicking it with us. Shout out to uh, Big Card Julio, who's in the pool right now, wants to bet on some woman's water polo. And listen, I love water polo, and I'm down with this stuff, but I see it's the women's fifth to eighth place classification uh, matches. You know, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I got a million things going on. We're stressing out the basketball game. We got a bunch of picks coming up, but we will set up some overnight Olympic action uh, for you. We got Ian Cameron uh, with us, but just to set the stage right now for events, like I pretty much just take what event is coming up next, and I'm like, all right, do I want to bet this? So, water polo, women's semifinal. Now we're talking USA versus uh, Russia Olympic Committee, ROC, Rock. I tell you, Babano, have you watched any water polo? It's the most vicious, grueling sport in the Olympics, I think. That's a take-no-prisoner sport. That's a, that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, these, the, the, on men's and women's, there's grabbing, there's pulling, there's yanking of the he- head, go grabbing the hair. I mean, there's anything, like the, anything to gain an advantage, get the inside position, find an open uh, lane to shoot the, uh, or fire the ball at the net. I mean, this is a physical, vicious Sport, yeah, you got to be ready to, to to be able to duke it out in that pool if you're going to play it. I, I love what I've always enjoyed watching water polo at the Olympics. Uh, I, I love it. I think it's a great sport. I think it's one of the more underrated, untalked about sports going right now in the Summer Olympics every four years. No, there should be a pro league. Actually, it'd be cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it should be like I'd bet on it. Lots of elements it. of hockey to it. Lots. There's penalties. There's power plays. Penalty shots. All right, so. USA, USA crushed Canada 16-5, all right? ROC beat Australia 9-8 to get here. USA are damn good, all right, at women's water polo. They don't play around. Like, I know Hungary beat them earlier, but they, they rarely lose. ROC are pretty good as well. What's the total here? It's pretty crazy, man. Look, the Americans are minus seven and a half goals. Got to lay seven and a half goals, man. God. They kicked the crap out of Canada, but us, the, uh, ROC is a lot better than Canada. That much yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I But the U.S. is dominant. They really are dominant in this thing, especially on the women's half. side. Yeah. 
Canada is playing Australia in one of those classification games. Australia minus two and a half against Canada's women. See, I just it's not jumping off the page at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I got I got a feel. I you know, but man, I just don't like these. Uh, I don't like the the fifth eight place games and stuff like that. But um, Australia already beat Canada eight five, so they got to thirteen. What's the total this time? Totals nineteen and a half. Total is 19 and a half. I don't think they get there. You would think it's like playoffs in NBA or NHL or any sport, really. The longer it goes, the more, you know, defense tightens up and that kind of yeah. thing. So if you're, if, you're th- if you're along that line of thinking, you could go under. They're tired, Babano, too. Think about it. It's, dude, it's water polo. They've been swimming back and forth for the last 10 days. You know what I'm saying? You're already eliminated. You're playing for, ooh, we finished sixth or seventh in the world. Now, listen, they are competitors, so I'm not going to say they're not going to try, but I don't know. Maybe we're crazy, Babano, and we're going to be wrong, and it's a track meet, and it's just one of these, oh, no, no, it's a track meet, but I'm not buying it. 19 and a half. Dude, Canada, Canada, and uh, they already played. They got to 13. It was 8-5. What's going to be so different this time? It's going to be what? It's going to be a seven-goal difference? Canada just played the United States, and the United States are damn good. They got to 21. The USA beat them 16 to 5. Australia ain't scoring that many goals. I think Canada are live, actually, at plus 2.5, but I'm not going to mess with that. I'm going to go under 19.5. Man, I don't have a lot of money in my account, though. I, gotta, I can't lie. Holy crap. A lot of pending bets. Yeah. Yeah, but bad. <laughs> I'm up to 27 bets right now on my account. <laughs> That's including some football futures, but not many. It's mostly just crazy Olympic stuff here I got going on. All right, so listen, guys. Let me. What is this boxing actually? See, I bet on the boxing, and I, you know, I didn't even realize it was only like two days away. I was like, oh, I better get these boxing bets in. If you care, I bet on Andy Cruz, uh, Galai Yafai, and uh, Kilsniak in boxing. But we got time to get to that. The second half has started. Second half has started uh, basketball. So, uh, Babano, I'm fired up for some CFL football. So, uh, talk to me about the Hamilton Tiger Cats and uh, how their training camp went. How did the quarterback battle play out? And um, how does, listen, um, McKinnis brought it up last night. And he said he read an interview with Banks and uh, with Brandon Banks. And Banks was talking about how it's going to take a couple of weeks to get the offense going, right? I mean, they haven't played in two years. They haven't played any preseason games. Now teams are going to be playing against each other. I do expect the defenses to be ahead of the offenses, Papano, but who's going to be starting a quarterback tomorrow for Hamilton? Uh, it's Jeremiah Masoli. It was close, uh, the, the battle, but I think really unless Dean Evans was hands down much better in training camp reps and scrimmages than Masoli, it was always, I think, going to be Masoli getting the starting job because uh, he had it before the injury, and he played extremely well before he got hurt, and I just don't think they were going to uh, take the job from him. So he's in. This is a game where it's it's a tough one to cap because, first of all, I did not expect Hamilton to be three-and-a-half, four-point favorites when it opened. And there are injuries galore on both sides going into this game. We know the Bombers are without uh, Andrew Harris and Darvin Adams, their number one receiver. Uh, so those are two gigantic losses for them, absences for this game. Their secondary is completely rebuilt from scratch. They lost three starting secondary players from the 
the team two years ago that won the Grey Cup, and they've got a lot more youth and a lot more inexperience back there. But Hamilton's got a couple of receivers out. Braylon Addison's not playing uh, for them. That's trouble. Devere Posey, who they got uh, in the offseason, he's not playing. So you're going to have to expect a lot from Brandon Banks. You're going to have to was, was ranked the number one player. Uh, going into this season in the league. Uh, Jalen Acklin's going to have to step up. They do have some depth there, uh, the good news. And they brought in, uh, they've got Sean Thomas Erlington at running back. Their other back is injured. So there's injuries galore on both sides. Ted Laurent, big D lineman, is out for Hamilton as well. So there are really key players on both sides of the football for both teams uh, missing in this game. So it's really tricky. Uh, the total, I expected the total to be in the 52 53 range more than this, but I just don't, don't, yeah, I just don't know if I love the under here. I, I like, I like, there's one game I really love over the total, and it's the, the Ottawa game on Saturday. This one I'm worried about the under for one reason. Hamilton's had some shifting in their secondary, and Winnipeg's secondary is starting completely from scratch. And you could have breakdowns, you could have communication issues, you could have blown coverages. I really think that could be the case on both sides here. So I'm actually kind of thinking the other way over, but I can't say I love it. It's a really hard game. I'm going to do the old homer bet with Hamilton, probably go money line, lay the number instead of lay the points just to be safe uh because i do they are saying all the right things that they really want this uh game they lost the great cup there they want a uh redemption if you will uh and look winnipeg does have issues with their secondary so i think the ticats could win a close game i think it could sneak over the total don't love the game though flat out from a betting perspective it's a tough game you know one thing i'll say though babano and i get there are injuries we talked listen andrew harris is a very good running back so andrew harris is out he talked about Darwin Adams, 47 catches, 549 yards uh, last year. Linebacker Kyrie Wilson uh, is out for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, Zach Caleros, uh, 4-0, is the starter for the Bombers. Hamilton, as you mentioned, uh, Adeliki uh, is out. Uh, Jake Burke uh, is out. Uh, offensive lineman Chris Manziel is out. Defensive lineman Ted uh, Laurent is out. Uh, Devere Posey. Uh, is out. We can go on. A lot of injuries on both sides. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. For you. And now, Marge, I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who told you? 
Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. Like that anger management class. This is Fortridge. Hi, Emirancy. All right, somebody in our uh, uh, somebody in our chat is saying Greg in our chat is saying take Evan Dunphy in the 50 uh, 50k 50 uh, 50k slow walk <laughs> the 50k slow walk the race walk was that the guy that was bitching about the jacket that uh, that I bitched at on Twitter I'm not even sure I know he's pretty good though he set the Canadian record in the 50k in the 2016 the Canadian record. He placed fourth in the last Olympics. He has his sights on the podium, but it doesn't mean he's going to win. Uh, looks like Damian Warner's on the verge of winning the decathlon, which would put us over Canada four and a half uh, gold medals. And uh, the basketball, let's get people caught up to date uh, right now. The United States is uh, pulling away suddenly. The USA is up 59 to 50. Kevin Durant is just going off. And uh, we, we were on Kevin Durant over, but bad Kevin Durant's prop was 24 and a half points. And um, yeah, this guy's just been killing it, man. He's at 23 points right now with four minutes left in the third. Yeah, I think you're in good shape there with a the whole uh, 13 minutes, 14 minutes left in the uh, game. It's been the second half Warriors, uh, really, for the yeah. U.S. the last few games. They've been a great second half team. They've been sluggish out of the gate. It's kind of making me think, man, I wish I had the first half of Australia. I kept it the first half rather than full game, but there's a long way to go. You know, they are going to battle right till the end, but all of a sudden, you know, the three-point well is running dry for the Aussies and the states who couldn't make a three in the first half. They're starting to make some, and look at the difference it's made. that They've turned a deficit into a nine-point lead. Just like that. That's how quickly they can just flick the switch, uh, this American team. That's how dangerous they are. So, they should uh, win. Like, let's be honest. This roster, even though it's not the absolute best of the best U.S. players, it's still a pretty damn good roster. They they got they should win this tournament if they're locked in and playing their best. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the dream team, but they're still loaded. Yeah, uh, they're still loaded. You got Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, especially after adding the Booker. NBA Finals guys, Booker and Middleton and Holiday. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, those guys are kind of tired though. You can see too, they're a little they're a little tired. Kevin Durant's the stud, man. Kevin Durant, listen, Kevin Durant's one of the greatest players of all time. Kevin Durant's sort of proven that he can show, like, he, you know, Kevin Durant's one of the guys that could have belonged and fit in on that, that epic dream team in 1992. So the Hamilton Tiger Cats minus three and a half. I'm hearing there's some fours out there. Tiger Cats minus three and a half, total 51. You mentioned, man, man, listen, who knows what to expect? So nobody's going to hold anyone accountable too much they, for a league that hasn't played in two years. There's been no preseason games. But you remember, man, the Alliance League, and you remember the XFL early? There were unders, right? And I'm not so concerned, actually, with the injuries almost, too. The CFL, dude, you can be the player of the week one week and you get cut the next week, right? Like, it's sort of like next man up. <laughs> it's like a college yep. game. And, there's, and the thing is, too, Babano, there's been a lot of personnel. Like, a lot of guys, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of guys aren't back and stuff. There's new dudes on the team. And, you know, I almost look like the whole league is starting from scratch, Babano. I know there's a certain teams, you know, you look at the Thai Cats and everyone's buying in. You got Jones back and, you know, Ryan Bold, who's a guest on the show here. And, you know, you got Banks back and they got the quarterbacks. And there's some continuity there. But to me, everyone's almost on an even playing field, Babano. They haven't even played in two years. 
Yeah, and to me, week one of a CFL season, I've got strong opinions. I feel pretty good about my own power ratings with all these teams, and you know what you're going to expect from each roster, and you've seen some preseason games, and you kind of see if what which players are looking good on either side of the ball and which ones aren't. You don't have any of that this year. They haven't played in two years. This year going into week, like past years every year going into week one, some of my strongest bets of the entire season sometimes come in week one because I feel I'm a step ahead and I've got info and, and edges over the odds makers in this league every single year going into week one. I don't have those edges as much because, you know, this year, because of the fact there's been no preseason, because everybody's been off for two years. And then you add on to the fact everybody's been besieged by injuries. The injury reports for every team, Gabe, going into week one are insane. And it's across the board. It's with all nine teams. And it's because of the lack of, you know, being on a football field for the last two years. That's what's done it. That's what's led to the increase in injuries. And you're going to really have to scour these going into all four of these week one games because it's not just the Hamilton-Winnipeg game. It's Saskatchewan-BC. It's Toronto-Calgary. It's Edmonton-Ottawa. It's every game. There are massive injury question marks with each team. And the lack of being playing football for two years is exactly why. Ian Cameron kicking it with us. So ESPN has just uh, announced their CFL schedule, and it's extensive. They're going to air a full slate of 68 games this season. So um, there's going to be 12 regular season games will air on ESPN2 or on ESPN News, while the remaining CFL games will uh, stream via ESPN+. Um, Tomorrow night's game between the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Hamilton Tiger Cats that me and Babano were talking about. So if you're wondering, all right, I want to bet on this game, but how do I watch it? Well, you can watch it uh, on ESPN2 tomorrow night. So um, the Bombers and the Ticats get some good treatment. ESPN2, 8.30 Eastern time. Friday night, the BC Lions travel to Saskatchewan to take on the Rough Riders and their season openers. Uh, the game's at 9.30 Eastern. That's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, Calgary Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts at 7, 7 o'clock Eastern on Saturday night on ESPN+. And then the Ottawa Red Blacks take on the Edmonton Elks at 10 o'clock Eastern on Saturday night on ESPN2, Babana. We got some Saturday night football across North America. Cool stuff. The bailout special instead of Hawaii. It's, it's Ottawa. It's Ottawa and, uh, and Edmonton. So let me ask you, Babano. Because I saw the CFL power rankings the other day. And for whatever reason, they had Saskatchewan number one. And I think people think BC are going to be terrible because they were bad two years ago. Uh, they were five. Uh, they only won five games. So, I think, what do you think Saskatchewan is going to be favored by? Like seven, eight, nine, six and a half? I'm hoping it's like minus nine or something stupid. But what do you think the point spread will be? For BC Saskatchewan, I've got Saskatchewan seven uh, in that game. There shouldn't be more than that uh, because there's issues with Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan's defense is loaded. They could have one of the best defenses in the CFL. They might have the best defense in the CFL. Their defensive line is strong. Uh, their secondary is maybe the best secondary. We've talked about how Hamilton and Winnipeg have you know, issues injury-wise and personnel losses in their secondary. Saskatchewan's secondary is maybe the best in the league with Ed Ganey and Nick Marshall uh, as their two starting cornerbacks. You can't get much better than that. Um, Cody Fajardo I like. I think he's middle-of-the-road quarterback in the league. 
Um, I've got other quarterbacks higher. I know he had a great year last year. I got to see him do it again because it was a first year, outstanding year for him. Let's see if he can do it again. BC, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. You know, Devon Claybrook's out after one year. They bring in Rick Campbell. He's been around the block, uh, won a great cup in Ottawa. He's got a big job ahead of him, but I think it was a good hire. It's going to take BC time. But the thing that concerns me about laying a touchdown or whatever points they're laying in that game Friday night game is the offensive line's got issues for Saskatchewan. Their defense kicked the uh, tar out of the Saskatchewan offense in their uh, training camp scrimmage. The offense was dominated. The offense was shut out uh, by the defense. And that worries me because if you're going to lay points, you've got to be able to put points on the board. And if BC's defense is any is it better than it was two years ago, and I think it will be, and from what I'm reading, their defense is going to be better. I don't know if I trust the Riders' offense with a sketchy O-line that had a miserable time in their training camp scrimmage to move the football enough to lay points. So as much as, um, that, as, much as I don't really trust BC to be great early, I'm not in a rush to lay points with Saskatchewan in that game. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, kicking us. I mean, you know what? I think the BC Lions are sort of somewhat of a sleeper, uh, Babano, this year. You know, forget about what happened. And, you know, our buddies, you know, Clay Brooks used to be a friend of the program. Uh, so we know we know Clay Brooks. I've known him for years. And it's too bad. The wheels just fell off. And there was all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff. And, you know, it was just terrible. But it is what it is. It's gone. We know that Mike Riley's an elite quarterback. They've really improved the offensive line, Babano. Right? The offensive line is much better right now. Um, they gave up 58 sacks. Oh, it has to be. Ago. It better be because it was terrible two years ago. Can't be worse. Yeah, they gave up 58 sacks two years ago. And Riley, they gave Riley big money, this quarterback, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They gave him like nearly a million dollars, and then they had a bad offensive line, and he got murdered. And he was running for his life. And by the end, he was just throwing the ball out of bounds, and rightfully so. But it was a disaster. Everything fell apart. Like you said, Campbell's a competent coach, right? He's one of those guys. He's been in the league a long time. He's won the son of, you know, the great Hugh Campbell, coach of the Edmonton Eskimos and the Houston Oilers with Warren Moon. So, you know, Campbell's been a coach forever. Uh, you know, I've been following the BC Lions camp, Babano. It's much more professional. Um, they've, they're fighting and stuff. It's like people that are around it, they're like, it's night and day. They're like this camp, yeah. uh, like even compared to like Bono's camps. Like, Bono was mailing it in at the end. Like, basically, it's competitive. They brought in a lot of new guys, bro, right? They've got athletes on the team, and they were embarrassed last time. To me, there's a couple of concerns. There are a lot of Canadians at the linebacker position. You talk about defensive backs, uh, Babano. The BC Lions have really good defensive backs. Their secondary is good. So they've got great DBs, but they got a bunch of Canadian guys on the D-line. That's a little bit of a problem. But I like that they bring in the running back from Edmonton. They, uh, they stocked up at wide receiver. They got good skill position players, and they have a real head coach now uh, that's got success. And, you know, I think they're going to be better than people think. Obviously, it's a growing process, but I'm curious to see how many points we're going to get there. We'll get into the Argos and Stamps game. Uh, Ottawa and Edmonton will keep you up to date with the Olympic basketball and more. Get into the NFL preseason. Late night anger match for Crash Continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi in Cameron. Kick it with us. So, man, the USA playing around in the second half here. They're murdering them. <laughs> They've outscored them 42 to 16 in the second half. Good call, Babano. You said it earlier. And remember, we talked about it. They were minus seven and a half <laughs> at halftime when they were down by three. We've got to sweat out the total. That was our play. That was the big play of the game here. And it's pretty close to the total. We need Australia to quit which I hate to say, but it's true. We need Australia to quit, but I don't really think Australians quit. Like, uh, Well, they're just not playing well. They're trying. They're just not playing well right now. They can't make a shot. The good news is they've struggled offensively, but the states are just lighting it up offensively. Oh. So you're going to need the states to slow down. <laughs> I know. They just hit a three. And Durant, bro, I think we mushed it, Babato. Durant stuck on 23. Well, he's back on the floor at least for you. That's the good yeah. news. Just score one more basket, KD. So we're gonna we could hit with KD. He's twenty four and a half. We got Dame Lillard over fourteen and a half. That's not gonna hit. He's got five points. And we got Patty Mills. Patty Mills over twenty one and a half. And uh, Patty Mills has been the disaster tonight. Three yeah. for eleven from the field. It's just not gonna yeah. eat him. Like they, they need can't him beat score. him with him shooting like they can't beat the U.S. with him shooting like that. No, can't happen. Well, and he just right. turned it over. Drew Holiday just forced a turnover up by him as well just now. So it's been miserable for Patty Mills tonight. Oh God, just stay under the number. Just stay under the number. We got to sweat this out. All right, Ian Cameron, kick it with us. So I'm fired up for the CFL as we mentioned, guys. The ESPN schedule, uh, obviously, uh, CFL fans know where to watch the CFL in Canada. If you want to watch it in the United States, uh, the ESPN family of networks, ESPN Two, ESPN News and an ESPN Plus. Yeah, and by the way, Gabe, I want to throw it out to every single CFL game will be on one of those. Everyone, including every playoff game. So every, if you want to watch the CFL in the United States, all our U.S. viewers and listeners, you can do it. You know, it'll be on ESPN2, ESPN News, or ESPN Plus every single game, regular season and playoffs, including the Great Cup. So great news there. I want to say one thing, too, about BC Saskatchewan, under. If you want an under, that's your game, I think. Uh, I definitely think that one will be low scoring. Interesting. Um, sold out stadium. Mosaic Stadium is going to be sold out in Saskatchewan. They're like the most popular team in the CFL. Like they make a lot of money, that team. Like they make like as much money as some NFL teams do. Like it's crazy how much money that team has made over the years. Um, like every single person 
in the area it has like merchandise, season tickets, like it's it's big time there. Like they really soak it up. So Cody Fajardo, as you mentioned, is the quarterback for the Nevada Wolfpack. He was actually the quarterback after Kaepernick at Nevada. I'm with you, Babano. I've never been. He's okay. I know he threw for 4,000 yards, uh, but he's good. You know, well, I don't know. We'll give him a chance, but he's, he's good. He's good. I'm not going to criticize the guy, but he's, I don't know that he's great, but he's good. Uh, but let's get into Toronto and Calgary. And I was saying earlier, guys, if, you know what I mean, if the two years, the league's been off, so, you know, everyone's sort of starting from scratch. But if there's one constant in this league, man, it's Saskatchewan sells tickets, and it's that the Calgary Stampeders are good with Bo Levi Mitchell, Babano. How about Bo Levi Mitchell's record, guys? This is his record as the quarterback of the Calgary Stampeders. 77 wins, 18 losses, and two ties. Yep. In his career. 77, 18, and two. In the old days when there was ties. <laughs> um, 77, 18, and two. That's unbelievable, the battle. Like, imagine like a starting pitcher. Like, think of the money line ratio for this guy. 77, 18, and 2. They were starting to slip a little bit before, though, Babano. So what are you expecting from the Stampeders now that they're, uh, they've been off for two years? But they still have Bo Levi Mitchell. Yeah, and their head coach, Dave Dickinson, 53 and 17 uh, in the regular season, too. Wow. So it, it goes to him. He's had an incredible. This, though, is maybe the most question marks that I've ever had about a Calgary team going into the season. They lost not just one, but two outstanding receivers from last year, and Eric Rodgers and Jawan Breskison, who are actually in Toronto now. And I thought those were actually two very good pickups by the Argos. So they'll be playing against their former two for two of their best, if not their two best wide receivers. So they got a uh, a new little revamp receiving core. The O-line's got some question marks. A couple of their veterans departed and are no longer on the team going into this year. The defensive side of the football has a few more question marks, especially on the defensive line, which has usually been uh, an area of strength for the uh, Calgary Stampeders. But they used to have Hughes. They don't. They used to have Cordero Law. They don't have him anymore. They used to have Jagera Davis. They don't have him anymore. So there's going to be questions about whether they get that pass rush like they have in years past. So this is a Calgary team that the parts around Bo Levi Mitchell may be as vulnerable as they've been in years. But at the end of the day, you still have Bo Levi Mitchell, uh, a guy that just knows how to win. And on the other side, the Argos, I think, have a talented team. But they've got a new head coach in Ryan Dinwiddie. He's never been a head coach before. New systems, new schemes on both sides of the ball. A ton of new faces. Talented team, but a ton of new faces. And I think they're going to be good maybe back half of the season, asking them to be good and be on top of their game in week one with a bunch of new players, both sides of the ball, a first-time ever starting quarterback in Nick Arbuckle. That's if he starts. Because he's actually injured and questionable. Another one of those injuries for this game. Nick Arbuckle, uh, and he may not be ready to go. If he does, it would be his first ever start uh, in the CFL as a number one quarterback. If he doesn't go and he can't play in this game, the Argos would have to go with either McLeod Bethel Thompson. We know all about him. He's a journeyman, been around the block quarterback. Uh, And the other option is Antonio Pipkin, who is with the Montreal Alouettes uh, the last few years. So that's that's problematic to me. You know, going on the road with maybe no Arbuckle and maybe Pipkin and McLeod Bethel-Thompson, new coaching staff, new schemes, new faces everywhere, offense and defense. So while I've got my question marks for Calgary, 
Gabe, I don't know if they're going to show up here in this game. Um, I would lean Calgary still, even with those concerns. Yeah, it's a tough spot for the Argonauts on a Saturday night. They're going to be fired up in Calgary for the return of the Stampeders. So, like, that's going to be a tough spot. As you mentioned, too, the Argonauts might as well be an expansion team at this point, right? New players, new coach, you know, no fans. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals uh, for the Argonauts. But they do have talent. You're right. And I think it can gel as the season goes on. But we're talking about a team that was, you know, won four games the last time they played two years ago. And they're really starting from scratch. Ryan Dinwiddie, old-school Boise State quarterback. Um, I remember when he started in the Grey Cup, and I covered uh, me and Cam went to the game, and the Bombers lost, but they covered the point spread. Great time. (laughs) Um, I can't wait for these games. And then Saturday night, ESPN2. So, like we said, sometimes you get the Hawaii bailout special. Uh, so football's here, you know, all your Olympic betting and everything, baseball or whatever. Olympics are going to be good done on Saturday, actually, coming to a close. So um, Saturday night betting, Ottawa Red Blacks at the Edmonton Elks. Edmonton has a new coach in Jamie Elizondo, but this guy's been around forever. Uh, you got Trevor Harris at, uh, at quarterback. Meanwhile, Paul LaPolice is, uh, is back as a head coach in the league, head coach for Ottawa. Uh, they only won five games the last time we played. Uh, you got Matt Nichols, uh, veteran quarterback. Matt Nichols is the uh, Ottawa Red Black starter. How's the Red Black uh, roster looking, uh, Babano? Very spotty. Uh, those That's the best word, spotty. And look, Paul Apolis is a good hire. Did a great job as the offensive coordinator with Winnipeg. Uh, knows how to play call and scheme an offense. And is good hire by the Red Blacks. But it's going to take time, kind of like Rick Campbell for me, Gabe, in BC. It's going to take him, I think, some time, and it's going to take La Police a little bit of time. I like Matt Nichols uh, bringing him in, but he's injured already. And, and actually, he hasn't been practicing this week, limited. So watch out for his status in this game. There's holes everywhere still for this team. It's going to take time. The O-line's declined. The defense and their offense struggled two years ago. They only averaged 17 points per game. Now, Nichols will help that. They had no quarterback play two years ago. They had Dominique Davis and Will Arndt, and neither of those guys played very well. So Nichols will help that, but the skill position talent is not very strong at wide receiver. They lost a, a couple of good running backs. The defense was terrible uh, two years ago. That's going to take time to get that better. So there's issues for Ottawa. Uh, If this number's minus seven or less, I'll be looking at Edmonton. I think Edmonton's a dark horse in the West. I think they can win the West. I think they can win the Grey Cup. I think they go over that win total. They've got the longest uh, odds, though, to win the Grey Cup. That 11-to-1, Babano. I was shocked by it. I was shocked by it. And maybe it's because last two years ago, their regular season record was below 500, but they crossed over to the East in the playoffs, beat Montreal, lost to the Ticats in the East final. And I think their defense is a lot better. And yeah, you're usually your concern, Gabe, new head coach, but Elizondo had Trevor Harris and Greg Ellingson in Ottawa when he was the offensive coordinator there. So they know the offense, they know it, and it's going to make the transition a lot easier. I think for this Edmonton Elks team, their offense is loaded. I mean, they got Harris at quarterback. They got Ellingson at receiver, Edwards at receiver, Darrell Walker. Remember him? He's back in the CFL again now and with Edmonton. He's excellent. And I think the defense is a lot better. The defense was the weak link for Edmonton two years ago, but I think it's a lot better. And you know who their D.C. is, Gabe. You know him well, Noel Thorpe. It's been a D.C. forever in this league. Montreal and Ottawa, he's their new D.C. He's good. And I think he's going to make that defense better. Edmonton, I think, is your undervalued sleeper team in the CFL going into this season. I'll be looking to bet on them early and often, probably starting on Saturday.
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Ian Cameron kicking it with us. One thing with Battle, like you said, though, because Edmonton, I don't know, it's weird. I, I was surprised at Edmonton because I don't view Edmonton as like the worst team in the league. And they're, they're with Ottawa with 11 to 1 odds to win the Grey Cup. Here's another tough place to play. You know, big tradition of football in Edmonton. You know, there's going to be a big crowd there. They're going to be all fired up. New regime in Ottawa right now. But the question is, what's the point spread going to be? Me and Babana are in a tough spot right now. But I'm assuming Edmonton. I don't know, because the hype is on Edmonton. Look, everyone loves them, but the odds makers say 11-1, to and they say Ottawa 11-1, to so I think Edmonton's probably going to be five and a half, six-point favorites if they have equal odds, right, to win the Grey Cup. I don't think it's going to be eight or nine or something like that. Seven or eight, it'll probably be six. And this is the over. This is the one game I really do like over the total, even though I've got concern that all the games early in the season could be defense ahead of the offense. Not this game. Ottawa's defense gave up almost 35 to 40 points a game last year. Edmonton could carve them up, you know, if their offense is as good as I think it could be. And now with Nichols there, if he plays for Ottawa, they'll move the ball at least a little bit. This is the game, I think, that goes over the total. And in terms of where the number is, Marenzi, I'll say this right now. If it's minus seven or less, absolutely I'll be on the Eskimo. Or I'm going to have to get used to that, the Elks. I'll be on the Edmonton. That's, that's the first time I've done that. It won't probably. Uh, we had to let Babano go after that offensive outburst. Good job at the end. <laughs> Good job. Oh, he's back. Uh, yeah, he must apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not bad, Babano. Yeah, no, I'll cut you, cut you some slack with that. Man, Patty Mills is in serious tears here right now, huh? I, I think this is his last international game. 93-76. I think we're gonna squeeze. I think we're gonna squeeze this total out. Oh, that's right. I guess the bronze medal game, right? So what's he so upset about? You are winning gold. (laughs) Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Three-minute warning, quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio. Pete Annapolis will join us at level three. Remember, we talked about the, the game before, uh, and we said that they played two weeks ago in Vegas, and they got to 174 points, and the total was 180 and a half tonight. We said, well, why is it going to be different, especially in a knockout stage game about it? Unbelievable. They end up getting, they end up getting 175 tonight. <laughs> they got 174 last time, got 175. Game stays under the number, so nice. 
That was our big play. We lose with Australia, and uh, Australia are in shock. They got punched in the mouth in the second half. And just like a, just like an NBA prop, Abeto, just like an NBA prop, we mushed it. Uh, you did too. I said, oh, yeah, I think you're going to hit that. <laughs> I think you're safe. Yeah, with Durant. Yeah, not yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. No. That's not, I didn't say whatever. I had a small play on it. I had a bigger play on Mills, actually. I'm kind of more pissed off about Mills. But I swear to God, it happens, man. So Durant, yeah, Durant's got like 20 at the half. He gets three points in the second half or whatever. And then poor Cam, Joe Ingles. Cam's got over in Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles has seven points in the first quarter. He finishes with nine points. Stupid. <laughs> got to go light with the props. But uh, yep. as I, even with that stated, Babano, I went under 28 and a half with Doncic. What are you going to do with the game here? Like I said, Doncic scored 48 points in the first Olympic game against Argentina. He hasn't scored more than 25 in any other game, right, in four games. So he went 48 once. And France, I don't think they're going to let him go off for 29. So I went under Doncic. Luka Doncic is 17-0 with Slovenia. Never lost an international game laying three points against France. Who you like in this one, Babano? Tough one, but I'm on Slovenia. I, I think they get it done. Um, I think they've got the uh, guy to make the shots at the end. Zoran Dragic has played well. The sporting cast has yeah. stepped up. I think they find a way to win it here um, and get the job done. I like the name drop there, Roberto. Not Goran Dragic, but Zoran, Zoran. Dragic. Yeah, yep. his brother, Zoran. His prop is 12 and a half. He's been going off. He's the secondary scorer, actually, uh, on the team. All right, hang in here, Babano. We'll get you out in like five minutes. I swear, we've got two minutes on the other side of Babano. Think about that. Uh, give us a take on the uh, football game tomorrow. Pittsburgh, Dallas. Bring it. 